More than 40 million Americans have started college and then dropped out, according to federal data. And economists say the number of good-paying jobs that require a degree is only going up. That makes finishing school an important step towards earning a living wage. But there's one big hurdle many face when trying to re-enroll. WBEZ's Lisa Curian-Philip has more. Lately, Englewood native Brenda Brooks has had a tough time finding work. I was turned down for four different positions. Brooks talked to me from the parking lot at a company where she has a temporary data entry gig. The 60-year-old has spent decades working her way up through the ranks at CVS and the historic Regal Theater in Avalon Park. But lately, Brooks says she's been told by employers, Yeah, you have the qualifications, but this requires you to have a degree. And I don't have that degree. That's why she wants to go back to Chicago State University, where she started a bachelor's degree in the 80s. But there's been one big hitch. She can't afford to finish it. Because when Brooks tried college before, it didn't go well. She was working full time to support her two young kids. Had a friend of mine watch them at night while I went to work. Get off at 8 o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Come home, (laughs) fix their breakfast, get them off to school. It had to be a class at about 10.30. It was too much, she says. Her GPA dropped below a C average and stayed there. So she lost her access to financial aid pretty much for life. They're penalizing me for something in the 80s. I don't think anybody should be penalized for something that happened 40 years ago. Students have to maintain at least a 2.0 GPA for all the classes they've taken to keep their government loans and grants. If students fail this two semesters in a row, they lose their financial aid. Experts say once that happens, it's nearly impossible for them to get it back. The policy that exists at the federal level really is kind of taking the most disadvantaged students and kicking them while they're down. Debbie Rauscher is with a nonprofit that successfully got California to change its eligibility rules. She says students who most need financial aid, often low-income students or students of color, don't usually lose it because of a lack of motivation or academic ability. Like Brooks, they're likely juggling other obligations along with class, like working full-time or raising children. Research backs her up. Julie Peller leads Higher Learning Advocates, one of more than 30 organizations that has called on the U.S. Department of Education to change the requirements. From the data that we do have, we see that overwhelmingly students who failed uh, to meet these standards are more likely to be low income, students of color, those for whom losing federal student aid like the Pell Grant can really just be detrimental to their journey. It has been for Brooks. She was just about to start class in the fall of 2021 when she got an email saying she didn't qualify for financial aid because of her grades from the 80s. She decided to go anyway. She thought she could get her eligibility straightened out or apply for help directly from her school. She got three A's and a B. I was trying to show them as Chicago say, look, this is serious to me. This is my life. But the good grades didn't raise her GPA enough to get her back in the running for financial aid. Now she owes $5,000 to Chicago State for the classes she took. Without a degree, Brooks says, she can't earn the money she needs to pay her school back, nor can she pay for the classes she still needs to graduate. I'm not looking for a handout. I'm really not. I'm looking for something that's going to make me a, a more productive human being. 
Keller believes students like Brooks, who have been out of school for a while, should get a one-time reset of their eligibility. Her group is advocating for that change in Congress and has gotten some bipartisan support. She says making it easier for people to regain their financial aid eligibility is critical to helping them achieve social mobility. In the meantime, Brooks has not given up. She keeps thinking about something her sister told her before her death in early 2020. Please finish school. If you don't do nothing, she just made me promise her that I will finish school. I said, okay, you know what? I promised her I'm going to do it. Lisa Corey and Philip, WBEZ News. This is WBEZ.